Is it a full episode? You're going to ask that again. You're going to ask that every time we do this? I'm not always sure, to be honest with you. <laughs> what are you sure? I just say, show up at this time, and you're like, come, and you're like, is this an episode? Or is this an AA? We do a lot of things a lot of times. But this is his own thing, because it's a Hoxbox Docs, right? Like, this is... These are this is technically an eventus. Yeah, in a in a way, yeah, yeah, the biggest eventus ever. Back at it again, like we never left. Coke and dank, dank and coke. We are D lethal weapons. Hey, dank. Hey, coke. Why is Cyclops in charge of the X Men? Oh shit! Why is Cyclops in charge of the X Men? Because Professor X made him a supervisor. Alright, I'm a Scott Summers fan, so that's good. That's good. Got him. That's good. With your boy too. That's deep. I got to cover my mouth. I broke a gasket. With your boy who actually isn't in it this much. No, he's his seeds have been sown. When he's in he's, it, he's he's in it. It's good. He's just not. What were you saying on text? We were talking about this on text. And you're like, this is kind of like the B team. Yeah, chapter. we get re- like a, the way that it's split. Rain, Rain of X one. It seems to be like all the air players and kind of franchises the starting lineup, and then this Rain of X two B. This is their their bench, and a lot of young cats too, right? And a lot of yeah. young, new mutants, X force, like all these guys are babies. Speaking of which, that's what we're going to start with is New Mutants, which is funny because in oh, okay. uh, Rain X Part 1, right. we didn't do a single New Mutant. We didn't touch them. We touched no. Cable. We touched, <laughs> Not we that touched way. Cable. Yeah, we touched <laughs> Cable. That's some Cable. Cable's back in this one, but New Mutants are finally here, and they're, they're, they're like a big a big part of this. They're a big deal. This, yeah. They're kind of like episode. a big deal. Uh, it's fair to say I'm a uh, New Mutants fan off of this run. This is interesting. It's interesting because what it all starts like the teenage mutants. I almost said turtles. <laughs> the, te- could the, te- the teenage mutants are are restless on Krakoa, which is kind of a cool problem to have because that's something you think of, right? It's like this, it's like this dreamscape, and there's no worries. But the young ones are like, there's nothing to do, so they're just getting into mischief, getting into trouble. And so the new mutants bring it up with the council, and they're just they're basically voluntold to train them to keep them out of trouble. <laughs> You're like, like, okay, we'll teach them to synthesize their powers, and you know, I'm sure it was Professor X say he's like, I'm sure you'll do fine because magic was the one that wrote to him. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of leads them off. Like the the Quiet Council kind of throws them a bone of just like I always look at it as like a taste of your own medicine, right? Like for the longest, these guys have been yep. learning from everybody, and now you get to teach your own set of goonies. But like, I liked just because this book already looks completely different than everything else like the way it's drawn new means already have like an edge but the fact when they started mixing the powers and the fighting between each other like those were some of the funnest pages just because of the imagination of what they thought the combos would be if this character fought with this character like i loved a lot of that stuff going on and it just seemed to kind of open the world yeah 
like the power sets and the mindset. The mindset wasn't necessarily like you have to fight this way because like Professor X's training of the X-Men was more, I think, regimented and kind of... Uh, it was idealistic too. And like soldier-esque, like I feel like more rigid where these guys are like, yo, you guys got to like basically dance off of each other and like dance with each other in order to have any sort of success. And you can see that kind of fluidity explode on the page especially with their different power sets right i can't remember her name but the one that i remember her initial issue when we were doing this run the first time and cosmar yes she's yeah. just madness and like yeah. you get more of her story like new mutants is what i would love a cw new mutant show to be because you get all their stories but it's always packed with action somehow yeah and the the four the four that they focus on in this run this run in this run is Anol, No Girl, Waterboy, and Cosmar or Cosmar, and they are clearly with a few others, but they're the they're the four that are under the excuse me. We learn they're under the control of the Shadow King, which um, all mutants are welcome in Krakoa, but you know this guy is up to no good. And that's weird. You like know I thought, this guy's up to no good. I would have assumed with Shadow King he would have been infecting their mind, but he's straight up just like yo, I'm at the party. Yo, I'm hanging with these kids deep in the forest. Like he's, yeah, like he's a, there. Like a weirdo. Yeah, it's, it's such a complete different dynamic, but so easy to see how those four are just like lost sheep, and he can smell it. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good yeah exactly. He's like blood in the water. He's like, oh these 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 kids are very easily influenced. I'm just gonna get into their heads a bit. And so what he what he gets them to do is kind of amazing, right? Which is essentially switch each other's bodies. Like if one go. Yeah one mind left and see if you can kind of feel out that other person. Like he's really stretching their minds to, I assume dangerous levels. Yeah. Yeah. He, sw- he, he swaps their bodies around, which is crazy. So, which is cool for some and not for others. Like no girl has no body. She's just like this brain that floats around. Cosmar hates the way she looks. Uh, Waterboy wants to feel like actual flesh. Cause he's made of, liquid and a null he hates this just like cosmar hates so you notice obviously a, a commonality between the, these impressionable uh young mutants is that they all are physically mutated unlike excuse me some of the other ones that aren't so when when some of their peers are like you, you know you don't have to do this they're kind of like, you don't understand we're all mutants but you look normal you look attractive I'm like well you you are attractive in your own way it's just like well that's not good enough like imagine being imagine being like a teenager and having like a growth on your face or something like that. That's like life changing, right? That's like that's like the end of the world because everything's so dramatic when you're a teenager. And hers is way more dramatic than that. She's kind of like a, yeah. a, a scribble doodle come to life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And she's just walking and I was like, you're beautiful. She's like, ah, I don't really feel like I, I'd love to hear the voice casting for what her what she looks like compared to like what her voice she sounds like because scraggly is hilarious. But no, Another way to get into the minds of kind of these heroes and see that they're flawed for very real things and how it's really creating a desperation for them to want to be normal. But like, what's a normal like? What's a normal stance in a Krakoan setting, right? Like, this is still supposed to be the utopia. And I found so much in this run. You see so many more cracks of like, this isn't the utopia you promised. Like, yeah. this isn't the home that I thought it was going to be. And it's yeah. oh, staggered. Yeah, we get, a, we get a lot in this run too because there's, there's so many things I want to touch on, but I don't want to like alter our course because uh, there is things like the whole body swap game with Shadow King comes out of 
Cosmar being turned down for the Crucible. Right. Right. Crucible. Danny Danny Moonstar's like the Crucible's word. If you don't know by now, it's where um, we have to explain that. Like that's so our first time talking about the Crucible. It is our first time talking. Well, we talked about it when we when we covered it the first time. I don't know if we went into detail. It's it's kind of because it was so long ago that we, rec- we recorded that. But <laughs> any mutant that lost their powers in during M Day can fight in the Crucible, basically die an honorable death to be reborn with their original powers. That's the whole point of it. Yeah, and it's built out like a kind of a Colosseum, kind of yes. Roman uh, slaves fighting each other. But the increasing laurel of what the Crucible is and the audience that's growing behind it is now growing in each book, right? Like you see sort of a yeah. feverish pitch start to build of like, okay, like it's, it's one thing to be in it, but it's another thing to choose who you want to challenge in Crucible. Right? Yeah, because it's an honor. It's, it's crazy. It's like, because you, excuse me, you understand that you're going to come back to life. But you have to die for that to happen, obviously, and that's terrifying. When do you, I'm going to ask this several times when you bring it up. When do you want to talk about the clone theory? We'll get to that. We'll get okay. to that because we're we're going to come back to the Crucible at the end of this episode. But I feel like every time we talk about death, we have to just reference that there's clone yeah. theory to it. It's not and, none of these are honorable deaths, and even right. when it's painted to be an honorable death, and I love that run and I love that series, and you made this guy or this girl look badass and leave this title with the most amount of respect and then next issue in another series i see a little egg come and hatch and like they slide yeah. out like this not as rewarding as you think it is right no it's gross and it's not even them like you said clone theory it's it is them but it's like a version of them like it's almost like a computer update like oh yeah this is your version from you know february 4th it's a download and the yeah. dude that's holding to the files is professor x yeah, yeah. Like, i've had some theories on professor x from yeah that time. yeah you've had some theories on but i'm sorry to cut you off of we will talk about clone theory i guess down the line hopefully. and then when we when we when were talking about revivals like so so anyways danny means moonstar turns her down and right. she just goes into like this rage she's like i'm not even good enough to get to do this because she's hoping she's basically hoping that she'll die and come back in a normal body right not that's a gamble her. too there's no yeah there's, there's no, no guarantee that, yeah yeah but anyways that's that's what starts the whole thing with the shadow king um and then sorry uh the the note on crucible there's even a pecking order of when you get to sacrifice yourself i was just getting to that yeah oh by all means please yeah no the queue right yeah there's a queue and like we learned that there's levels to this shit. <laughs> and then you, they, yeah, and you learn that like, bro, this is dark. this is just like the government because they're holding the cards. Like, we learned that Maddie Pryor and Evan Sabur are not like Kid Apocalypse and Jean Jean Grey's or Maddie Pryor, right? Jean Grey's clone. Uh, they can't come back because, like you said, they're clones, right? So it's like, no, you can't, you can't come back. Um, Tyr, who's Wolfbane's the Dark son. son? Son, yeah. right? Because he was born Child. half. He's yes. born from Wolfbane and an Asgardian. They're like, yeah, he's not. He's not in the queue. And she's like, what do you mean? It's like my son came and come back. So she goes into a depression. Yes, right. Yeah. And like Cerebro's still making backups of him. So they're like, wait, that means he's still alive. And right? what about? It's not Karma. It's uh, who's the one of Rosa Karma who has a twin Tran? Who's also oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um. No, it's karma. It's karma. It's karma. Is it karma? Yeah. Karma rush. Okay. Um, and I was just gonna say to the, the trend and the karma thing. That's another combination of like, these are backstories we're just getting essentially today for all these new mutants. So like, we have loosely like different versions or like different characters that are in the squad. But then you hear like these are 
like real stories of just like I want connections that you said I can have back in my life, right? Like just honorable things of like it's always family, but because like you have to send a letter or like you have to know somebody or like you have to make sure like this person has to come through before this person. Like that was just a whole dynamic I wasn't expecting in in uh this gray area that we're still exploring whether or not you want them back, right? Like it's crazy. I I, I thought that was a, a amazing writing note to make sure that there was bureaucracy on bringing back people to life. <laughs> yeah, and like yeah, because that's a whole thread. And there's other things that happen, like the like there's the there's the crucible thing, and like the pecking order, like you said, the queue of who yep. can come back to life and who gets some aren't allowed. So it's like, wait, this isn't what we really thought. Then you guys are still, um, you know, blocking all this. Then there's also they bring up blindfold too and there's during rosenberg's run which is pre-krokoa uh blindfold has a whole bunch of premonitions about krokoa which is which is dope i didn't even know about it. so I'll send you a link from reddit like uh, a little later it's i'm gonna send it do you want me, you want me to send it now or, or do, you, uh, do you want me to read it now let's doesn't it, no no it's just it's just a bunch of screens from like screenshots from uh before krokoa started rosenberg okay. was the last writer and apparently um hickman was actually helping him with that run just kind of giving him things of what's happening so then blindfold was able to have premonitions in that run of krakoa nice and like how it's not what they all crack it up like it's not the be all end all like it's something something fucked up about it that she's still not back right so we'll come back to her we're talking about the body swap kids and they start doing things they start swapping their their consciousness with flowers and like plants (laughs) and then they want to get into they start bringing up Prodigy's body farm, and I'm like, yeah, Whoa. they're like looking for husks. Yeah. It's amazing. But you, do you look at them weird, or do you just understand that there's a new level of morality, right? Like, I if, understand. I, I'm worried about them, <laughs> to be honest. With you. <laughs> so the kids aren't all right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I cut you off. But that's no. It's just that I love the I, idea that we can do it too, right? Like mm-hmm. we don't need a five. <laughs> we can do the same thing, and like by law, you kind of have to be like, sure, you can. There's nothing really to say that mutants can't try to replicate themselves within the current guidelines. Yeah. Like, there's only three rules, right? Like, don't kill nobody. Don't, like, disrespect mutants, I think. I don't remember the third one. But I, like, I like oh, the don't fact kill, that... It was don't kill, yeah, don't kill anybody. And, don't, and, and oh, and um, uh, make more mutants. So... They're now, That's the third one. Make more mutants. So they're, they want they're you part to basically, of that, right? Like if you bring like, back husks, couple so, up. Yeah, I like. I like that these kids are kind of creepy. <laughs> they're and they're getting darker and darker. And it's like, yep. oh boy, what's yep. going on here? I mean, but this is a team of dark and twisted kids. It's like, who came back married now? What's his name? Cipher. Yep. Yeah, Cipher and Mar- yeah, they have their they have their um, reception at the Green Lake. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good actually. Cipher and Bia. And they all like magics. She wouldn't pass a lot of psychological tests. No, nah, my girl magic. I love her. But she she's always my leader. Like she she always and she does a, a couple cool things. Maybe not in yeah. this book. Maybe I'm thinking of the X Men. No, yeah, they don't use they use her sparing on this, which is fine. Uh, a couple of things we still need to touch on before we move on to the next the next Let's run. Let's do it. Uh, you were talking about Karma and her twin brother, who is uh, basically within her consciousness. It's like a dark side to her, and she just can't get rid of him. So she's she believes that Tran. If she does, yeah, Tran, that's right. If she does the Crucible, it might be able to separate the two of them. But like her brother's like a 
a prick too. So she's not even sure <laughs> if she wants to do that. But then she kind of comes. It's kind of a cool inner inner yeah. um, conversation she has with herself. Cause like, well, it's not really up to me, right? Like it's, it's up to him. You got to give him the chance to like. You got to give him the chance. Exactly. Yeah. You got to give him the chance to either make his own mistakes or basically lead his own path. So uh, she chooses Mirage. Bro, uh, if so we Danny do a rank, if we do a rankings, because we normally do a rankings, it, I'm going to be hard pressed not to put New Moons in top three. Look how many characters you now know about and and yeah. felt felt better about learning their story. Like none of these felt like chores, and there have been some of these runs where I was like, I don't care for this person at all. Like yeah. they did a really good job with what's going on with these guys because a lot's always going on with these guys. You you can tell that Hickman wrote this because there's certain runs that. Hickman wrote, and this is one of them because there's so many threads, and the the whole uh, the overarching like vibe of it is very dire, and he loves that shit. So it's you can tell it's, this one's not that fun, except for Warpath journals; those are fun. And, uh, <laughs> those are, those his are costume because he keeps coming out in like 1960s ball shorts. And, That's right, yeah. Like, crop top, because yeah. uh, it's like camper kind of thing. That yeah. and like X Factor starting to cross over into that, which is a whole other group of like yes. Death Watchers and yep. and young pubescent, right? So I like that these worlds are bleeding together. I like that it's kind of doom, dire, and panic because I'm used to when it was only X Men that got that. So pass it down. <laughs> but but yeah, Karma Mirage do end up doing their crucible, so she actually accepts her, and um, it's a weird fight. It's a good. Because, it's a weird fight because yeah. it's like it's like come on, you're not trying. Like it's pretty back, pretty yeah. dramatic. Yeah, it's pretty melodramatic, but it was it was good. And then you what, get all the. Uh, what, what is funny is though is Wolverine that, in the background stuff. Yes, yeah, and Mirage does end up killing her, so Karma loses just like she wanted. What I thought was funny is that she comes out of her husk with the prosthetic leg still. So. <laughs> <laughs> you think that would have grown back, right? Like, <laughs> or like they would have just taken that and given her the same leg from her original husk. Yeah, and then there's the whole Scout thing. We never we haven't talked about Scout, but she's kind of she's the clone of the clone, and she's trying to. Work her way through. It's weird. She's trying to get through to the to it's the weird. experimental mutants and that stuff's weird. And then the Laura Kinney stuff was weird. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to the Laura yeah. Kinney. That stuff's crazy. That, that was like my favorite. Bro. Anyways, uh, inside or anyways, outside? Think think about think the about inside. Just, was your favorite or the outside? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Run the mutants still. Run the mutants still. Um, but yeah, Scout tries to get the young mutants to kind of see. That they're going crazy with this, with this, with this Shadow King nonsense. But Wolfsbane, of all people, who I guess Shadow King got to when she was feeling depressed, she like takes him to him. She's like, "Oh, by the way, it was weird. It creeped me out. Like he took her to, like under the bridge. She took her under the bridge. It's like, oh, here's the Shadow King. By the way, she's got some problems with what you're doing. So why don't you talk to each other by yourselves? I'm leaving. It's like, what? This is yeah. okay. Strange weird. order of operations. Weird. One last thing." They found a way to get Jamie in here, which I thought was hilarious. Just a bit. Anytime they're playing with realities or minds, I respect the fact that yeah. you got to get Jamie in. Anytime you're playing with blood or DNA, you got to get Sinister in. So it's a it's a, it was weird though. It was like um, they kind of just they, they well, shoehorned them in. They, they did. So it's like okay, so they're planting that seed for something else because they they create. I think they create a new mutant for this, which is Jersey Devil, and a, and a bunch of I don't think he's from anywhere else. I could be wrong though, but. Um, a bunch of young mutants were playing Truth or Dare, and this one mutant, Jersey Devil, gets because uh, he looks like a devil. He um, he gets dared to go through the portal to uh, Otherworld, yeah. and so he does. And the first person he comes across is Jamie, who's like, 
gives them like a mode of transportation. <laughs> so when Carmen yeah, those Rogers, cool, but and they yeah. kind of cover the tracks. They give a line of dialogue of like, we have to keep watching the kids of Croa because they keep sleeting off to yeah. outer world, and if you die there, you can't come back, right? So yeah. they've yes. already put they've they put a boundary on it, which now makes it more enticing for like these. You're in Utopia, and still it's not good enough. Let's go to the place where you can't go. Um, and the best sort of figurehead of that is Jamie. So I'm excited if that does lead to something. Cause which, yeah, which, yeah, it's, it's funny. Story. It was almost like a, just a bonding moment between uh, Karma and Mirage before they did the Crucible. But this this young mutant just decides to stay in Otherworld. He's like, I'm living right. my best life here. I'm good here. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, yeah, it's, it's your decision. decision. Yeah. Be I thought it was, it was a weird little t- turn, but something's going to happen there. Something's unless, happen. unless they forget about him, which is also hilarious. They could just forget about it. <laughs> uh, moving on to Cable. Actually, so the Cable run ends here. It's nice. With 12. I liked it. You didn't like it. We, we came to that conclusion, no? Do you like how I didn't like it? No, that I liked the, the run and you didn't like the run. Oh, that you liked and I didn't like. Yes. Because I remember hating, initially hating Cable when we first started reading it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's it's weird. because And yeah. now to see kind of where he's ended up, I've definitely enjoyed it. And the dynamic between the summers, that's really kind of that family stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, that's probably why you like it. It's, it's, this is definitely a summer's book. Yep. Um, so Cable can't seem to rest until he finds those babies that Strife has taken, those five. <laughs> Took ten, babies. saved five, so yeah. five still out there. He goes stealing, on a, he, stealing babies. <laughs> yeah, they're just baby snatching. He goes on a hunt <laughs> for him, but can't seem to track him, and even with help. So because of the idea to break Krakoa rules and try to resect, resurrect his old man cable. Um, the moment old cable's back, I remembered how much I missed him. To, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, because like, he's, he's grumpy, curmudgered, and yeah. like, kind of a know it all. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, man, I really don't like Kid Cable. Like, comparatively speaking. I don't mind him. Like, I like that he's getting his bumps now and like he's growing his bravado and he's growing his strength. I mean, he's still like a team player, right? He doesn't yes. think he can do it all by himself. Yeah. And he just, he just summons, he brings back his, his old cable and it's like, Okay, I'll take you to him. And they find <laughs> and they get the band back together. Who all, all things considered, him and Magic are the best thing coming out of Mexico Swords. So and he held, like his sword became like a plot right. device. Yep. Like he's still right. what is it, Gryffindor sword? Whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know the name of the swords. That was that was that was a long time ago. Episode fifty. This is episode eighty four point one. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. That's right, good call. Um so he gets the band back together, which is Cable and Cable and Rachel and Jean and Cyclops and Deadpool and Magic and Domino and Hope. And it's like anybody who's once they get everybody in there, like once Deadpool and Domino join, especially Hope, I was like, OK, this is, this is a send off. Right. Like, yeah, of course. He's got the, he got the entire band back yeah, together. Yeah. But that was the fun of it. And they I actually wrote. I was like, they win. Yay. And then, <laughs> yeah, because they just trans trans. Not transport, uh, transport to where the party is essentially, yeah. And it's just them killing a whole bunch of demons, so like yeah. faceless monsters that you don't care about, and yeah. they're all doing these crazy fun deaths as Strife, Cable, and Cable all face off. And like, we will have this fight for eternity, and like, yeah, the whole yeah. Highlander, a little dramatic, yeah. They're dramatic, man. Kid Cable, so it, this is how it ends. This is why I didn't really care for it. I was like, yeah, like the, the band getting back together was fun. Yeah, it was cool. Service. It was cool seeing Deadpool and Domino. Um, they all get their own little moments. Hoping old Cable get a little moment. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but basically, the whole point of this twelve issue run was Kid Cable goes back to his time, and old Cable stays, and that's the whole point. 
Return and to Saskel. So it's like, think, okay, well. You don't think with the robot uh, species repopulating itself, that has any payoff in the long run? Eh. <laughs> That's fair, but I have to mention it because that they made sure to be like this robot waited around for him to finish the war to be like, okay, can I use that sword now? It's like sure. That's true. Yeah, that's that and is then, funny. Yeah, and yeah. then turns into a flower. He's like, all right. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, like for me, there's that charm in there, right? Like they're still kind of a fuck you in the cable run, and I, you don't have to deal with them anymore. So, yeah. I'm happy he's happy he's gone. But it's just it just seems funny that they spent twelve issues to get here. He's not the worst run. I don't think he's the, no. I don't think he's runs. the worst. It's just, I just think it's funny. It's just sometimes you know, you can tell when they're trying to like stretch out your wallet a bit with these. Oh, and the hilarious, the five babies that he now found are paired up with the five babies that he dropped off to parents. So now all those parents have sets of twins. That's right. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. The whole full circle of if one becomes Gable, one has to become a Shrife. So there is this. I don't want to get to X-Men, the X-Men run till later, but there is this one issue. Do you want to cover it now or do you want to go bundle it up with the rest of the X-Men? Like if we start talking X-Men. Yeah. Okay, so I'll bundle it up because it's kind of, it's, X-Men 17 is kind of a standalone, but we'll push it back. What's the topic? The one where they go to space with the Shi'ar and stuff. Yeah, no, because it's so easy to jump into who else The rest is of space. it? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just Because it's there, because the, the list we're using uh, is that. Is did, you, the did you prefer guys. this reading list? Yeah, this one flowed a little better. Even though we removed certain titles from it? Yeah, well, I compressed, like, yeah, a couple of them I just compressed, and then another one I removed. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, or we removed, yeah. So you do enjoy was... this list, or you don't enjoy this list? Uh, I think, I, you, know what's, you know what the thing is? I took longer to read this one, so Fair it enough. feels yeah. in my head like it flowed better, but I think you're right. I think, because we actually tweaked this one. The, yeah, the first one that we got from uh, Marvel Guides is the website, right. marvelguides.com. Um the first one, it was like, I read it all within like a couple of days. And so it felt a little messier, I guess. I don't know why. This one, yeah. Anyways, so I prefer. They have, they have all these new titles, right? We get Sword yeah. in this one. We get Wave X in this one. Yeah, and they're random ones too. It's like Sword X-Corp. number five. And it's yeah. like, okay, well. X-Corp. Now I got to go back and read the rest. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so let's get that. So we'll go to Marauders. Let's do it. Craziness. Oh, man. Marauders. Whoa. Still this is this is good still, stuff, man. Still enjoying Marauders? Yeah, this is really good stuff. This is really good stuff. Um, it <laughs> actually say the, that for another hour and a half. Well, no, because I, I, I was looking at the list. I was looking at the this list. This is really good stuff. It's really, <laughs> really good <laughs> stuff. Just keep doing the song, but because looking at the list, I was I think I was dragging myself like subconsciously, unconsciously dragging subconsciously dragging this out because eighteen and nineteen are one, and then twenty. Leads, yeah. yeah, it leads right into into the Hellfire Gala, but it doesn't matter. We'll talk about them all. And makes Ororo look like a badass. I love her. I oh love her. Oh my gosh, how do you not love her? I love her. Uh, anyways, Emma and the Marauders open a hospital named after Moira in Madripoor using some mutant touches like mask and his plastic surgery to make it unique, which is kind of dope. They open this um, hospital in Mad- Madripoor and the name was an interesting choice. It kind of pissed off a couple people and which is funny it's and, emma's and, great in this eh emma's great in you got an early appearance of megs and professor yeah. x in the audience talking about like uh yeah. this name eh so like yeah. they're getting a little touched up yeah um i definitely appreciated the fact that like all the morlocks are like just 
they get jobs and they kind of surface level. Yeah, down. like masks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's all dope. That's so cool. He's doing like plastic surgery on people with deformations and stuff. Like and deformed. and gets the little like nudge too because he's not as confident with his first patient, but he yeah. needs a uh, what's the girl the eye patch and the staff. Yeah, Callisto. Callisto to like be like, bro, you you got this. Yeah. No man, the confidence is there. So it's kind of cool, man. I liked it. It was, kinda, it was like a little uplifting in a weird sideways way. There's nothing um, weird and uplifting about giving people jobs. Hey, like, hey, like Bishop's haircut. Uh, Bishop's cool. I don't. He's too much red. Like, I really yeah, want red he's red very kid. red. Um, what I thought was cool is their new villains now, which are the new Reavers. Yeah. yeah. And the story of how the Reavers came about are all like amazing story. They're all defects of first round losses to x-men who have yeah. named them in like different body parts <laughs> so they all come back with like the pieces that they're missing but like weird looking like they're all alien and enhanced right yeah really cool really cool i'm glad you wrote that because i was gonna talk about that too it's really cool the verendi reboot them right like and so they they actually have like legit vendettas against the mutants because like you did this to me <laughs> so that's uh that's legit it it was legit. Even though, uh, and that even though Ice Iceman and Bishop find a time to buy a hotel, a bar, hotel, that, quote unquote. That was dope too. Like they're with hard get, cash. Yeah, they get they get a property in a spot that they like set yeah. up. But the running joke is like nobody knows how to run a bar, so they yeah, keep, they keep potting it off to the next yeah. friend. <laughs> yeah. And the Verendi user influence and proof of the Reavers, Krokoans brawl. Like it's it's kind of funny. It's it's interesting because the Verendi are they're just a bunch of kids, right? Like the what do you think about part. these guys? Like that's they're annoying. Uh, they're, they're annoying. I can't I th- stand. Are they them. good? Are they good villains? Are they good foes? Like are they? Is this story going to pan off, or this is just a, the little rascals gone wrong? It is a little rascal gone wrong. If they. The Reavers are their muscle, right? So it makes sense. They're, they're interesting villains. They're, they're they're not. Don't lie about it. It's it's funny. Because right well, I was gonna say, like, I don't I don't like them, but how they have the the mutants right now is I almost said the X Men, but how they have the mutants right now is kind of it's a tough spot because it's like sure, but you're just talking about how they have the strategic edge based on like money and influence, and you yes. could squeeze that all into one solid person, but you have five kids. Oh, so, like, you mean there's five? Yeah, stupid. Yeah, that's lame. I just mean the villain itself, like, finally it's catching up to me because the Marauders, the enjoyment for the Marauders and that team and all of the individual ways that they work and they work together is growing. Even Pyro's goofy uh, tattoo face, uh, face tattoo, tattoo face, yeah. that's fading now because it's been on him for so long, which I appreciate that they're doing, like, the art style. Like, he's starting to grow. So the fact, like, you don't have a villain that rises to the occasion of the Marauders is really starting to show and hurts because... They what they do to uh, Black King, and he's neutered. But like, yeah, I yeah. expect I expect balls to the wall in Hellfire. Like, it seems like he's up to a plan. So like, these kids don't really fit. Like, these are new mutants, right? Like, Umbrella shouldn't be able, shouldn't have to deal with these motherfuckers, right? I yeah, yeah, they yeah they're not great, but they do have them in a in a in a weird spot because they had they sent these Reavers after them, and then so the mutants have to fight them. And while they're fighting, they just basically take videos and like, look at how destructive the mutants are. So they actually get them banned. Uh, like they get the the guard on their side, mm-hmm. and um, the government comes in and like they basically keep the mutants away from Madripoor. But then, to, of course, you know, momentarily, yeah, momentarily to get around that, Kate plants a Krakoan gate in the sewers. It's amazing. It's, yeah, it's dope. Just get the Morlocks to come through. And like and the Morlocks that, come through, yeah. The squad too. Like there's two like 
Like baby holes? Brute, brute and hump. Yeah, brute and hump. <laughs> Bliss, so the ones that come through are, are Bliss, Mask, who was working in the hospital, Marrow, who we know. Like she was actually in, in the X3 movie. It was a guy, right? Throwing a ball. Uh, brute and hump. Those are the two like big Hulk motherfuckers. Yeah. And they infiltrate Magipur and just beat the fucking Reapers. up everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like, good. well, they're, they're not ours. They're just... Yeah. And they're not human, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could be a terrible part. They just start pulling off limbs. It's pretty good. And Bishop blows up the rear factory. So they end up That's the end of that chapter. Yeah. <laughs> and they end up just, you know, that's that. Sailing off to Hellfire. Hey, you wanna go to a gala? Let's go to a gala. I, I do miss his dreads though. I do miss his dreads. Bishop? I didn't mind yeah. when he was bald when he first got like Yeah, but now he's got the M tattoo and now he's yeah. going the high top it. Look yeah. it'll get there. He'll get the I like the dreads. Anyways, Top yeah, twenty the twentieth issue. The twentieth issue is it's a cap off to the first twenty issues of this book, and a farewell dinner to one storm Aurora Monroe on the eve of the gala. So this is actually the last issue that I read, or we were supposed to read for this this little run. But it doesn't. It's just it's just a send off and then a bridge to the Hellfire Gala. So we can talk about it now. Um, Storms dope. Which is just is, she's got a knife for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many knives does she have? It was it was it was a fun team building sweet, little book, yeah. right? It, it was an amazing. If you're watching like a TV series of this, it would have been an amazing bottle episode as everyone has their own little flashback of like it's my storm memory. Like storm owned it because a lot of them's like, I love it when like it's Bishop and someone else like bartering in the rain of like, hey man, you better like give us what we want or else like this rain's gonna turn bad. And yes, they're like, we yeah. don't do shit. And they hear kaboom. <laughs> she, yeah. she licks off a, a lightning bolt. They're like, fine, we will <laughs> we will pay attention to your orders, right? Like just the level of like goddess, God, and like ground level tier that like Aurora is, like Storm. She, this is such a fun book to like, let you know she's really both a team and like everyone yeah. got better being around her. One thing we don't know is I don't know where she's going, but she's leaving the Marauders. They didn't really talk. Like I went through, I was like, did I miss something? But they don't. They didn't. They don't say right. So isn't she going to X Men Red? I guess, but they don't say that here. Is my point. I'm like, where? I don't know. And where then, they... and that's really all the fun stuff that I assume we're gonna get in Hellfire Gala because there's a lot of open ended questions and yeah. just. It's not that they're done the conversation it's just they're literally walking to where the gal is going to be so we're just waiting for the next issue so i'm pretty sure we're gonna have to reveal in however you want to time it so now talking about the next run after also there is a there is one thing that happens there's a conversation between sebastian and emma about how much he misses lord Chantel from the high society and the thing is with her is that she died before cerebro ever came online so there's no actual backup way to yeah backup so there's no way to to resurrect her which is kind of cool so there's a weak spot there a little little bit of humanity from sebastian has been kind of a monster this whole run but ever since he's been ever since he's been uh put in that wheelchair yeah man he got neutered and he's coming around he's rolling into hellfire and again i still think he's got something up his sleeves especially for like i would watch anybody that has ever been in the hellfire yeah because this is their gala, so if it, if even it's a, I got to outdo you with Emma Frost outdoing what Sebastian Stott does. Like I'm still kind of all in because I think it's gonna be a fun little side mission. Yep. And so from here we kind of get into all the the B teams we were talking about. There's like some mini series and some offshoots, and it kind of gets a little uh, a little different here. So we'll jump to Sword Number Five, which is. 
How much of this do you feel is necessary with this new crop? This, like, I understand why the problem, not all of it, most okay. of it is most of it is necessary, but the thing with this one, the sword number, it's like uh, the, the Marvel guys is like, yeah, sword number five. And I was like, well, I can't just read five. So I had to go back and read the first four as well. Yeah. Same. Just to kind of get an idea, even though I don't, they weren't necessary, but it's good for character development, right? And sword and is to, just the, to like understand. the watchtower in yeah. space watching over Krokoa specifically, but any sort of uh, third level or tertiary extraterrestrials that could interfere with yeah. space. And they have a whole crew, right? They, so I wanted to go back and get all that. And then the crew, the crew is, is it, yeah, is as follows. It's like the council rep is Magneto. It's run by Abigail Brand. Uh, the tech is WizKid. The tele- they have something called the Six, which is the, tele- the teleportation guys. Uh, six, Man- six, six. Yeah. <laughs> Manifold, Gateway, Blink, Vanisher, Lila Cheney, and Amelia Voigt. There's the Medical and Energy, which is Fabian Cortez. There's Diplomacy, which is Frenzy, Armor, and Paybok, who's the scroll. She's not even mutant. Uh, security is Cable, Risk, and Random. And the analysis team is Peeper. Yeah, a lot of people in space. So I'm like, there's a lot of, a lot of offshoot guys that they don't usually talk about. Then there's some cool things mixed in, like Fabian Cortez, how he mixes in there. Good lord. Um, yeah, it's pretty funny. Whiz Kid, it's cool to see. I like seeing, I like Abigail. So I like seeing her in there, and she's boss bitch in this. But the backstory of Swords so far is a team from the first four issues. It's a team has been placed up in space to deal with threats from above, but also to look for Mysterium, which has unique properties when it comes to electricity and magic. They fought with, uh, in the first, this is in the first issues, they fought with Null, uh, Sunfire, and Gabriel Cortez being two who died in that conflict. So they were also caught up in the middle of the Snark War, where those lizard-like aliens fight amongst each other to see who comes out on top. And yeah, they kind of, which is weird because it's a fam, it's like one race fights each other and the galaxy gets beat up in the in the process and whoever yeah. comes out on top leads that race. But so what happened was, um, the mutants got in the middle of that and helped decide who would win <laughs> so that they would yeah. owe them. See, they're like control freaks, right? Yeah, but again, this felt like all B, B, B story, B yes. sideline. Like, yeah. do I need this? Is this an eminent threat that's going to disrupt Krakoa or mutant mankind? Or like, this is just stuff we do because we need to do stuff. Yeah, it, it's the stuff we do, but it, there are some threads where like... Um, Cortez and Sunfire getting killed. It's funny because I wrote Gabriel Cortez here. I don't know why that is. It's Fabian Cortez. I don't know. And Fabian it's... tried to like so determine the... the root of his killing, right? Like somebody's murdering me. Well, it's um... why is someone killing me? Well, his his death. Gabriel Cortez is a is like a singer. Where's he from? He's from something. Gabriel Cortez. Where's that? Where not? Why did I write that down? That's so weird. Anyways, um, all that's staying in. Sorry. All that's gonna stay. In. I'm not taking it out. I feel like he's a villain from somewhere. I don't know where. But anyways, what was I saying? He. Exactly. Oh, so the the whole thing with with him getting killed by Null is it land? He sacrifices himself, and that lands him a meeting with the Quiet Council. Because he wants to know who keeps murdering me. I'm important here. I'm, I'm somebody that doesn't need to be murdered. Well, he wants to. He wants to make murdering humans okay. <laughs> I 
course. And he feels like his legacy, a, his blue blood, bloodness, yes. gives him enough swag to, to make such a request on such a high level. And they're kind of like, uh, I like how Peeper, because Peeper is joined as a guest on the council to, to, as he's as he's kind of um, pleading his case. And they're like, where's your mutant name? And that one single question kind of unravels <laughs> his whole backstory. It's like, I don't need one. I am, you know, Fabian Cortez. Excuse me, Cortez. Now he was like, "Oh, okay. Well, they're kind of necessary. Why don't you want? Why don't you want one? Because I'm above this, and I was. He's basically trying to make his life sound hard, but really, his life was really peachy. He was like gifted estates and lots of money and all, like from his family. So they're kind of like, yeah, that's that's about what I thought. You're you're not really one of us. You have mutant powers, but you're you were you have a silver spoon in your mouth your whole life. So." Why don't you shut up? And then the real sting comes of like, uh, we can actually replace you. In yes. The, the two that are going to take over his role in Sword. Korra or Arakov, uh, not Yeah, because there was, there was callback to previous issues where they had like one of those interstitial pages right. where it's like replacements. It's like, and they had some things redacted, right? Mm-hmm. And for his, it was, there was Korra or Arakov, uh, like not Mr. M, not Boost or Michael No uh Michael Nolan, the heroin he's an heroin addict. Like there was all these different like things. So they, yeah. they found one from Arako who can do what he does, which is boost other people's powers. Um so they're like, all right, you're you're expendable. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. And that's kind of that's about it. Like it's just it's just a way of introducing sword to Krakoa, even though for the first four issues before this, there wasn't really a need to. Yeah, it was really only about the last two pages, just yeah. the Fabian bitching and them being like, "We don't need you. We've prepared to remove you." And like, who are these two people? So it's unfortunate. This is how you give us this because I'm ex- I still am excited for the switch and then the fallout of what's going to happen with Cortez. But like, I didn't need to read. Like, I'm happy that I read one to four of Sword because like that's what this is. Like, we always read the property regardless of whether or not we enjoy it or if it flows with what the actual story is. And so far it doesn't really for what you needed me to know, which was we're replacing it with these two guys. Over there. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's not going to get a high ranking. For this no. Cause yeah. One, it was very brief too, which then leads to the children of the atom miniseries, which children of the atom. really, I did not know what to expect here. And the first issue I was rolling my eyes like crazy. And then I was like, Things started to fall into place. I was like, "Oh, so do you ultimately enjoy this?" I, I yes, not not a lot, but like I was, I was good with it. Like, I, it's from where it started. I was like, "This is dumb," because there's a new, there's a, okay, there's a, there's a new team of, of teen heroes, which is basically the young X Men, and that's why I was rolling my eyes. Cyclops, last. So, some but even before you even get into the name, someone even call this B Team X Men. Yes, yeah. Like, go to the roster. Cyclops, last. Yeah. Cyclops Latin. First of all, it's a horrible name. Yeah, bootleg name. Yeah, and it's just a, it's like a gender fluid Cyclops or something. I don't know. There's, I don't know either. There's, Cher, there's Cherub. Cherub? Cher, isn't it Cherub? I've been saying Cherub, like an angel. Cherub? Some, some angel. He's the basketball Cherubs. player. Yeah. Uh, then there's Gimmick. She She's was right. the one that was yeah, cool. I thought she was right. the only one that was actually interesting. She's the Gambit? Yeah. Yes, that's right. She puts the she Cherub is the a- angel. That's right. Um, yes, sorry. Psychoblast is the Colossus. 
No, that's a Cyclops. <laughs> yeah, it's a How dare you? Marvel guy. He's terrible. <laughs> yeah, he's the big boy. And then my favorite was Daycrawler. I was like, this is stupid. I got Or Nighty Nightcrawler. Nighty Nightcrawler. And I was like, this is so lame. Yeah, so I... So each of the first five issues focus... Well, let me just get through this first. Each of the first five issues focus on the life of a single person. Buddy, who's Cyclops, Lass, Gabe, um, Carmen... Sorry? Gimmick. Yeah, Cherub, yeah, get, that. Carmen, Gimmick, and then Benny and JJ, who are Marvel Guy and Daycrawler, and they're brothers. And JJ's like... JJ's like, what, a preteen? Yeah. I don't... I... So they go up against Hell's Bells, which is like a which is an actual team of mutants, right? But most importantly, well, some of them are. Most of them lost their powers to in M Day, but most importantly, an introduction to their lives as they work through their dreams in real time. Right. Okay, what were you gonna say? Finally, okay. This was a waste too. Until <laughs> I just want to tackle the spoilers, which is the final two kind of pages of. These guys are humans. <laughs> They're not mutants. Yes. They have really kick-ass suits. And Gimmick is a mutant, so she's better than you guys. And yeah. she can come to the Hellfire Club. Hellfire Hellfire Club. Club. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's what this fucking thing was. That's it. Yep. So I did not like it. Cause no. You're wasting my time. That's what that's what I found was interesting was that they were, like I rolled my eyes like this is so <laughs> stupid but then I was like oh they're just humans pretending I was like oh that's uh, kind of interesting and how are they gonna and also all I want to know is how they were gonna sneak in through the gate and they never did so no, they, they their initial plan was to take a jersey of a mutant put it on and then walk through and hopefully the DNA would carry them through um, the only yeah, other interesting kind of thread line that they didn't expand but they set the tone now is. X-Men and the morality of like having mutants off that don't want to be part of this world. We yep. have to let them yes. go. But yep. now if they're using our brand essentially and they're they're trying to be heroes, we can't let that fl- slide. Like we have to be watching out for these guys. So we intervened. Lo and behold, uh y- y'all fucking some like uh water sacks, potato sacks, you're humans, right? So don't do this at all. Yeah. And Scott gave them a good talking to, huh? Um, so no, I didn't. I didn't like. The yeah. There is a couple of things children. that you can pull from this uh, free unity organization. That's sure. the one experimenting with mixing human and mutant DNA. That's going to come to bear. Remember that name, free unity. Remember the um, I'm not, I'm not the guy that who liked that guy. I can't remember. But anyway, his parents like Stemming submitted him to experimenting so that he the guy. You remember the guy who bounced back and he was Gabe's. Um, Teammate, Cole. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, him. He uh, has mixed DNA. It is all messed up. So I was like, okay, that's interesting. So can he get to the gate? I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't like. You can't make me like Turtle of Adam. I don't like it. It's not. Good. No. Well, it's one of the weaker ones. But I, like I said, I didn't hate it. But I hated it at the, at the beginning, and then I was kind of like, oh, okay. If, I see. If, what you're doing. if you take the what, what four thread lines that we talked about about Children of the Atom and actually flesh those out? You have some interesting writing that you can true. explore. Yeah. Uh, other than gimmick, I don't care about the rest of the cast. So I completely agree about that. It was hard find, getting find me some other stuff. I was trying to keep an open mind, but I was like, I, it, I was like, I really don't want to learn new people right now. She is the Iron Heart of this new Iron. I don't know. I'm crossing over there. I just yeah, I don't know what you're doing. Listen, buddy. I don't use your real name, so you don't use mine. 
Fine then, Cherub. Um, which jumps us over to another mini series, X Corp number one. I only read number one. Did you read everything? No, it's not good. <laughs> Did you read it all? I read X Corp. Yeah, X Corp number one. Yeah. 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 Okay. This is the feeling. only the only people I was happy to see were um, Monet and Multiple Man. Really and truly. Um, because it, it revolves around. You don't, like seeing, you don't like seeing Angel. No, I don't like Angel. So it was I, interesting. I do seeing... like to. Before you get into it, I do like knowing that there's always money working, and like yeah. he's always inside of it. Money's always working. So. Yeah, is it? This is a be- this is a bedroom. It's a business and boardroom focused uh-huh. title with centers uh, hmm. around penance, money, trinary angel, and multiple man. And yeah. M money is tasked by Xavier to expand X Corp, so she adds multiple man and trinary. Angel has to meet with the PM, uh, the Prime Minister of Brazil. Look at that! You're already boring yourself. <laughs> I am. This is this is boring. Just go straight to the spoilers. We're not going to talk a lot about this because they only give us one issue. I think they're just trying to establish that. There's a foothold in South America. Yeah. And like angels on the map, money's money's at hand. I don't know. I don't know if Worthington's ever in jeopardy of losing all of his money, but I feel like that'd be a cool plot device because you only really use Worthington for his goddamn money. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, he's he's bankrolling the whole thing. And apparently their island can fly. Cool. Uh the Savage Land Flower Factory is blown up. I only, it's cool. It was cool how Multiple Man runs it though. And like he kind of explains his power. It's like has he when he splits apart, like if they get too far, they kind of go rogue. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a hive mind thing going on. I don't, yeah. I don't mind any of the multiple man stuff. He's always funny. You like multiple um, man, right? Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's cool. jokes. But I'm saying for what this is, um, you're talking about flying island and yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Again, there's not a lot going on there. It's more bureaucracy, and we have money to finance things. And I think opening another gate somewhere. Yes. Oh. I did geek out for the fact that it was the Savage Land, and like they called out that. I was like, yeah. "All right, cool, that's yeah. a fun callback." But unless I see what's fucking the Toretta, <laughs> what's the the Tyrannosaurus? No, uh, the Tarak, the Raptors? No, 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 the Pterodactyl. What's a Pterodactyl? Oh, Sauron. Sauron. If I don't yeah, see Sauron, I love Sauron. Just come fuck up the the, the pharmaceutical lab. That um, I'm not happy. To hypnotize some people. Just leaving girls, <laughs> taking girls out like scarecrows. Yeah. <laughs> Sauron. <laughs> so good. Just a big dinosaur <laughs> or a small dinosaur. He's a big dinosaur. He's like the. He's like the. Um, he's like the star scream of Max Man. Like he's just kind of like. He wasn't even that good. Always, no, but he always Scar- survives, right? Sky star scream at least had a squad and be like, all right, I'm gonna. That's true. Wait, wait to opportunist and then like dump my team and go to my yeah. so it's just like I'm hanging out here where like not everybody has their powers yeah. every so often I go to the village and, and take a girl <laughs> <laughs> live my life and you know on Thursday go out take take <laughs> another girl <laughs> like I'd read I'd read 12 issues of Sauron man like I'd laugh every time he's like yo go back to that safe <laughs> Defenses never change. (laughs) (laughs) Why one day he's gonna get like, there's no new bitches. What is this? Oh, Sauron, friend of the show, friend of the show now, Sauron. Oh man. (laughs) That's what we loved about X Corp. Look how much we found a way not to talk, oh, talk about, about X Corp. Yeah, that was boring. I'm glad it's a miniseries, but we'll have to we'll have to come back to it eventually. 
there so is you're one. Pulling, you're, you're pulling for multiple man. I'm pulling for. Um... No, I like money. That's I like. Money. Oh, are you? I was yeah. gonna say like penance does something crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. Her, yeah, she's yeah. dope. She's dope. And well, like, I just like I just like seeing multiple man do something. I liked him. I liked him explaining his powers, like how they his 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 copies can go rogue. If they, I kind of <laughs> want him to do an Ant Man thing and just build a whole body, like a big body yeah. of his bodies. Yeah, like, that'd be dope. Yeah. Be, like, weird. Anyway, there's a single issue of X Factor in here. So it's which, getting, which it's getting which, better. It wraps it up. This is the ending. So it got the best. <laughs> yeah. So well, I guess the ending is technically in. Uh, um, the Hellfire, they're still, they're still oh, the Hellfire yeah. thing. Okay, but this, like, this, this wraps up this. Yeah, that's why that was very abrupt, right? So the team, if you if you listen to part one of this, number eighty four, it sets all this up. I guess we should could have covered this in there, but whatever. Well, you we do the highlights, right? Because we yeah. were trying to figure out what's going on with Siren and how she keeps yeah. getting murdered. Um, we figured out that's the Morgan. And she's possessed by the Morgan, yeah. And now in this one, the kind of great news that they learned is Shatterstar is the only thing that can kill the Morgan. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, bada this bing, this book's very lighthearted. It's very it's very funny, or it's it's like funny as in like I wasn't laughing, but I understand like there's a lot of humor in here. I actually like how it paced out too, because yes. like they're, they're talking about someone's experience and then going through her view path of that experience, and the way the book flowed. Like at a certain point, Shadowstar falls through the book as he's like rescuing Siren and everything. Like it was really well done as a send off. So I believe that the writer is it. What's her name? It's not Tinny Howard. It's not Tinny Howard. It's I'll let you look up the writer. But she was told that she had to kind of wrap everything up quickly. Like it was supposed okay. to go more issues, so she actually compressed I think two or three issues into one, and that's it why it felt. Her. Yeah. Sorry, it worked for her. Yeah. And that's why it uh, felt a little bit rushed, which it did. But she did. I honestly, I honestly think she did a great job. Lee um, Williams. Leah, there you go. Leah Williams. That's the one. I knew it was Leah something. Leah Williams. She did a really good job wrapping this up. But I know I've talked about how much I didn't like this series. Um, yeah, you hate these guys. In the first half. And this one, I still don't really like this. But it's, this they was, only, a, she did a great job. The writer did a great job. Yes, they only gave us show. one. So that helped. <laughs> um, yeah. And coming off of like four misses with Sword, Children of the Atom, X-Corp. Um, this was like a nice return to kind of characters I understand and know. And then the tools to defeating who the problem is, which is Lamorne. So yeah, and we do we do learn some cool things. Like they're setting iBoy up to be a big player. A yeah. big player. And he's like, so Northstar is starting to realize that his potential power is bigger than, is larger than expected because he can see magic and stuff. Like his, yeah. what he can see is not kind even really limited at this point. Yeah. yeah. So it's really cool, and yeah, like you said, Shatterstar is the key to defeating the Morgan. Um, oh, and uh, magic went and freed all the slaves from Mojo. Mojo first, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was actually a lot good. happens in this issue. Yeah, yeah, issues. take that back. Yeah, yeah, no, this was a really good one, man. It was cool. It was just a little. It was rushed, but I understand that it's not. It wasn't. I don't know. Me, it, it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be stretched out. I don't know longer. if it was rushed. I think it was all like, let's get all these characters to Hellfire because now I'm really interested in what's going to happen to. X Factor and fucking Hellfire, right? Like all these stories now coming out of this, yeah, are way more interesting than uh, again the four previous titles that we talked about. Yeah, and I think I'm a little more interested in, in these guys coming out of Hellfire than Marauders. Uh, I take that back, not Marauders. Uh, not Marauders, no. Don't say that. New, new Mutants. Okay, fair enough. So, the, but there is something that we have to mention about Shatterstar. He comes back, where they free him and Dazzler and 
everybody or sorry dazzler and her band they they free everybody from uh mojoverse and magic my girl and shadowstar comes out and he goes right to the morgan faces off with her in this interesting like panel like page with all the tapestry yeah oh it, like it was like yeah. Irish. It was like Gaelic or like Irish kind of. Yeah, like, remind me of Brave. Or, yes, yeah, yeah. Like movie. That was yeah. amazing. I love that break. Really, really pretty. I called it really the break cool. in the, the comic. Man, it was such like a nice little. Yeah. It's not the chorus. What's the? There's a like a musical interlude in song sometimes. The bridge. bridge. Yeah, that's what yeah. Nice. And so when he when he does like I guess he pluses the killing blow on her. There's some sort of thing that they bring up Richter. And I don't know if it, would you take that? I took it as like some sort of curse or something. I don't I don't know if it's the same sort of thing where like he can pass through like whoever's touched her, like can pass through and like feel it. So like she has connections to all these other people because it's not just Richter that she passes through, but the other characters we see are yeah. didn't and they're black and white, so I don't know if they're alive or dead kind of thing. Um but we've been saying Richter is a, a, a player on this map for a while too. Yeah. So there's got to be excited to see what's going on with those guys because they have a, they have a they have a past right Shadowstar and Richter like they're exes so it's, or I don't know if they're exes or they are they're an item they were or are it doesn't right. matter but they uh, there's some sort of something happened there that we're, I'm not I wasn't clear on it seemed like there was like a curse placed on them or something I don't know but and we didn't get an Excalibur book so it's just a little mention and another tease oh, that's going to get right, we didn't. into Hellfire because Excalibur is now going to Hellfire Gala bullshit. Right, so we have two series to, to finish off here because uh, Hellions, like you said, Hellions and Excalibur aren't in this run. Neither is X Force, actually. And it was felt. And it was felt, yeah. So we have X Men left and we have Way of X. Which one do you want to do? Because Way of X is kind of its own thing. Let's do Way of X because I feel like we have more dialogue for Way of X. I feel like I like this more than you, but I'm a little biased because I like Simon Spurrier as a writer and I like Legion a lot. He's uh, one of my favorites. So I liked so many things about this book. Okay, perfect. We Good. keep talking about it. Yeah. Uh, I love that this is a Kurt book. This is a Kurt yes. Wagner. Dope. Finally Night get some Kurt centric. Sorry, I cut you off. I just wanted to say yeah, finally get some Kurt centric material. And even more, this book has a lot of more ideologies and mm-hmm. kind of moralities to it. Even the fact that. Now there seems to be sort of a religion forming in Krakoa, whether it's organically or pressed on, with the crucible being at the head of it. Like there's now a belief system and what God and what it means for Kurt as a Catholic to be in this scenario. So like he's conflicted immediately. But I love how the story kind of starts with Xavier basically like knocking on his door early in the morning, being like, hey, Kirk, you up? And like that is an amazing sort of thread of the connection between Xavier and Kurt, Professor X and Nightcrawler, and how I feel there's a paternal relationship there. And now the conscious kind of understanding of who Nightcrawler is to Professor X, and I kind of think he's now... I don't want to say his priest, but like the person that he kind of like spiritual to, advisor. Yeah, tries to absolve himself with, yeah. and I feel like now Professor X is definitely we're seeing a lot more of his cards. Yeah, because this centers around like using Nightcrawler and his whole thoughts on resurrection and his opinion on the Crucible. Yeah, and why it feels wrong, why it feels weird. Um, there's this interesting flow in this book where they the the young mutants talk about 
this this rumor or this like spirit of the patchwork man and that confused me for a second because there's a patchwork man in uh the swamp in dc like swamp thing and i was okay. like wait am i reading what is this am i reading the same thing and i was like wait a second am i crazy but no there is a patrick man in there so it kind of threw me off why they were doing that but and i interpreted that as like different sort of characters start to take up the mantle of patrick man like they don't know what it is yet something haunts her dreams and even pixie sees it when she's resurrected right she sees like this this silhouette yeah she's like what the hell was that and it's kind of like oh okay well whatever um so there's that aspect there's the nightcrawler ideology aspect and how much like you were saying exactly how much xavier leans into him when he needs a bit of i think it's absolution. soul searching like, absolution. yeah, yeah like, absolution. good way to put it yeah i th- i think uh finally x is conflicted like he he's turned more militant than he's ever been before but like mm-hmm. now the like the stitches are starting to show and it's starting to like come undone and like I'm still pulling that Professor X is one of like the, the villains in this run. Yeah. For me, it became more evident in part two of Reign of X than I've ever seen before because of kind of what Way of X was talking about yeah. and how not only is Nightcrawler his absorption, but like he's kind of also his chess player. Like he uses Nightcrawler in a Magneto sort of sense of like, what if I put this move here? How do you defend this? Right? Like he often, like it seems like he's testing Nightcrawler in order to test himself or like feel better about himself. It was weird, but I enjoyed it because I looked at it as a father and son thing. And the real turn of this comic is the son reveals himself again. Yeah. And I like how, um, so for the, a lot of this run, Magneto and Xavier have always been like, they kind of almost talk the same. I've mm-hmm. noticed, yep. but in this one, they, they sound very different. And Magneto, like from Magneto's sermon that he yeah. makes, which is, which made me laugh. Because Nightcrawler's trying to pull a prank on him, and he's like, he takes it seriously. And he takes it well, too not far. not even like Nightcrawler's just kind of the the one to bring him to the big surprise, which is essentially well, he's trying to pull all, a prank all, on him. He's, the- he's, he's he's pulling a prank on him, right? And that's why he and he's like, and then he sees what's going on. And he's like, all right, well, I'm going to lean into this and embarrass you, and that's what he did. But I swear, like that was all for all the mutants to choose Magneto as the Crucible. No, he was just trying to fuck with him. Okay, with the the giant statue, the statue of the bomb and then from the, the, the actual screenshot yeah. of a comic when Magneto did steal missiles to fight. Yes, Jackman. yes. So like a fun little in in joke, yeah, meta I'm, moment. So you get you you contrast that with like Xavier's like apprehensions mm-hmm. that he shares with, and those are like very distinct voices. So it was nice hearing them actually have independent thoughts because for right. so long they've been side by side, Magneto and Xavier, and it's like this we they, they all think the same, but they are still different people. And that was nice to see. Um, we get some first appearances in this. Yes. Uh, Reappearances. First appearances, even. Mr. Nemesis, your favorite, with I the mushrooms on his head. Dr. He's, Nemesis. Dr. Nemesis, sorry. Respect him. Dr. He's Nemesis. Smart. He's hilarious in this, I thought. He's so dumb. But he's annoying. He's so smart. He's annoying. So yeah. He's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's so dumb. Yeah. Um, lost is an I'm interesting lost. arc of how. Uh, I'm lost. She is, she's interesting, really interesting, because she's actually, she's been left without powers, and she's actually in pain because of it, because of the shape of her body, and she wants Nightcrawler. It's a real um, interesting arc about Nightcrawler's guilt, mm-hmm. her whole her whole story, because she comes into Krakoa, and she's like, he's like, oh, who are you? She's like, I'm lost. And he's like, oh, well, 
you know, you can go over there. <laughs> like it's, but she's not, she's like, my name is love. She, like, she never really clears that up. Right. And she's she doesn't like, no. say much. So like, I can see why Nightcrawler's like, what, 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 like this is fucking my mind. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. And she wants and him to And then maybe like, no, I'm going to just kill her. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> what I mean. She, she asks him, that's what I'm trying to get to. She asks him to do the crucible with her and he's kind of like, nah. no, no. Yeah. So then what happens is he comes back around to the crucible and she's in there with Magneto and Magneto's just like dicing her up. That's where you get the sermon. Yeah. And he's that's like, where you, that's where you get the Coliseum and like the crowd yeah. now is behind this kind of ceremony. And, this and, she's, and she's like, I, I, this is, I wanted it to be you. And I was like, wow, that's, that's heavy. I don't know. That hit me. I was like, whew. And Nightcrawler is just like the way they write him in this. He's or the way Simon writes him in this is, is so cool. Cause he's like, mother like i just wish i was wasn't so lost on my own head and i understood what was going on. like because she even introduced him was like oh i heard you're one of the, the kind ones right and he's like yeah well that's why i'm not gonna do the crucible with you but then it's like okay well if it's not gonna be with you i'm gonna go and find magneto or somebody else and then Magneto's yeah. just like basically torturing her and he actually tries to intervene which i thought it's was great it's kind of a weird uh because half by happenstance she is a woman um a weird sort of like losing virginity type of story Oh, is that how you took it? I didn't take it as that, but yeah. That's... I didn't, but I'm just, as you're describing it out, it's like yeah. she wanted someone who she trusted and like she thought it was going to be nice and have like sort of like this sweet ser- sort of ceremony. He sprints her because like he's not ready and he's conflicted. I wanted to talk more about like how he's not actually conflicted. Like Professor X in it is literally in his brain. Like he can't even yeah. have a single thought to himself. And then ends up going like finding the quarterback, the star quarterback, right. Mr. Popular Magneto. Not he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. She's like, no, this is how, this is how I get it done. And like everyone cheers, she's like, "I'm lost." I was like, um, "It's not what I got when I read it." But as you kind of put it out there, I feel like there's parallels to. She wanted someone for her first to be very special, and it was not the way yeah. that she thought it was going to go. Interesting, but she, yeah, that's I, that's that's a hot dark. Take. That's a hot, that's a dark analogy, hot but take. it works. So yeah, she and she ends up coming back with her powers and. And makes everybody sick, which is funny because she's she can she can like float, <laughs> but it throws off everybody else's equilibrium. So the <laughs> the only person that doesn't like throw up around her is Nightcrawler because he's so, um, well balanced. That that was kind of funny. But, but we it, get we get that nugget based on learning now that the new clones are now getting fitted with equilibrium in their ears, like they're they're getting upgrades. Yeah, in their husks and like, right. can we talk about clones now? Well, just a second. Just a second, because we do have to. I said there was a few first appearances, and the third first appearance Whoa, is my coat's coming off. Is my coat's oh, you coming can see off? That's right. I'm hot. Is one of my top five. <laughs> we got Legion. David Howler is in this, and I was like, yes. And especially written by Simon Spurrier. If you have not read any of X Men Legacy from uh, 2012, 2013, that book is um. Amazing. I don't know why he didn't lead with Legion because he gets to form the best triangles of the book. Of- because I wanted to get rid of those through. I wanted to get those two out of the way so that we could talk about Legion because he's actually. But you still have another. To the story. You still have another mutant to reveal. Yeah, he's at the end. Don't worry about him. Um, <laughs> All right, let's do some Dave. It turns out Orcus has removed David's brain from his body and it's going haywire and on the brink of self destruction. In an he's outwards the, way, due to like psychic pulses. So these pulses are like it's basically a ticking time bomb. He's like, the nightmare. Yes, he, he found a way to keep getting at these mutants when they're 
subconscious is active and i thought that was an amazing sort of really villain cool. and type yeah. of arc to, to give to legion to give to david right like only this person could affect so many different people so he gets to be the, the boogeyman in my term but i guess he's the patchwork man based on what we're reading that's what they like you to think but you think because that, that's what that's what they go looking for him right they they actually go looking for david because like mm-hmm. the patchwork man's got to be you know someone who's psychic and all this stuff and it's like right. David's like, no, it's not me. He's like, I know who it is, but I'll tell you after. I want you to help me. So they, so he gets Nightcrawler to help him basically shoot his brain. Yeah. And now they're able to resurrect him because he has all these different powers and personalities in his brain, and usually they're all in order. But because Orcus has effectively removed his brain from his body, his personalities and powers are running amok and that's why there's all this like psychic pulses going on and so, his daddy xavier views him as one of the most dangerous mutants so the fact he that he had him on ice dangerous. he kind of prefer preferred it it was and i love that panel too oh, don't ruin. I was getting into that. yeah go ahead go ahead go no i was getting like that's what i was getting to it was like um you take too long to talk bro no because i wanted to give the backstory of why it's so important for him like why he wanted to die because his like, I forget what I was saying now, but anyways, yeah. Well, that Xavier is his he, father and kept him no, on ice? No, 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 screw that. It's the, 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 that's old news, right? That's like, it's just that he's got all these power. He's got like hundreds of personalities in his body, in his mind. They all have their own unique powers. And as long as he's in control, they're kind of reined in. But because he's not in control, they're going all, they're going amok in his mind and causing these psychic pulses. And that's why he's so dangerous. So when they does die, and he comes back to the hatchery, like you, Xavier's like, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we'll just leave him, like you're saying, on ice. And then he just resurrects himself, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was so funny. He's like, oh yeah, by the way, don't worry, I, I took care of myself. I'm all good. <laughs> and like uh, ultimately, Nightcrawler ends up in a crucible anyway because he takes the life of a mutant in order to come back in a better form. So, like, he breaks the rule that he was already conflicted with early in the comic. Yeah. And, again, that panel is amazing because it's blood red, of the shot that he takes to take out the brain of David, and everything else is silhouette black. And it's so stark to what everything Nightcrawler had been doing this issue, which is just conflicted with right. what X has been saying, what Lost has been saying, what I think, what I believe, what Magneto's been saying. But, like, I got to bring back David. And David sees that and, like, bro, you're the only one I can trust. Yeah. And from here on out, me and you are a team. And I was like, how do you not love this book? This book already had me questioning different people at different stages. Because I love that triangle of my two sons, uh, Kurt and David and X being the father. Because they're both coming at it from different ways. And their power sets, while vastly different, lend to why they're maybe the best team. Like, yeah. name a better combo right now than Legion never, yeah, never seen this team up before and then uh, you were talking about the last mutant he comes at the end they, he actually comes out and just says it David the patchwork man is Onslaught and it's like yeah oh shit those who don't know Onslaught is a merge of Magneto and Xavier's like evilness maybe the so. best villain entity right like yeah because it's it's basically the kid of Magneto and Professor X, yeah. but I it's remember like I remember that initial run, man. That comic was nuts. Like they had, to, they had to rip open his armor yeah. <laughs> and like punch him to death. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. So Onslaught found his way to Krakoa, and that's like 
Whew. That's what you find out right before the Hell, Hellfire Gala starts. And so, and amen. David and Zorn and like who's the the two psychics that Professor X runs to like keep watch over David? It's like Zorn and then it's another. It's Darwin maybe. Uh, Darwin's in the vault. He he gets the two other like highly psychic people to watch over David while David's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And you learn that like while David figured out onslaught is like he's actually actively trying to figure out how we can defeat onslaught so like he's already proving okay, his so way. that that happened i didn't read those i only read the first two issues so i think you read ahead because i don't remember him putting anybody on um you don't remember zorn okay no he wasn't in this from what i read i only read two issues this is zorn. a mini series two right i think it's five issues zorn's coming yeah i only read the first two so it ends with david going patrick man is actually onslaught and i was like oh Okay, then. That's all I read. So there is more to this. And if you read that, that's awesome. But if you... That's all that I read. <laughs> so I don't know. X-Men. I, I know that David calls out the fact that um, Blindfold and other Seers aren't being resurrected. And he has a... Just like Mystique has a connection to these people. He's got a real tight connection to Blindfold. Just like Mystique has one to Destiny, right? Who's Mora Matagard's connection? Because she's not dead. She's like in a hole too, right? Yeah, she's just chilling. But does she have like someone as... Proteus. Okay. But they haven't really mentioned that at all. Proteus, I imagine. Hellfire Gala. Maybe Banshee. Hellfire Gala. Which brings us to X-Men. 17 to 20. Now, 17, like we said, is kind of standalone. It's... We'll just throw it. It's not much happens. It's just like they're in space with new suits. And Xandra has disappeared, and to not cause unrest in the nation, the Shi'ar asked the X-Men to find her discreetly. I just, I think, I didn't want to bring it up because this X-Men run bookend space shit. So, like, nah. Yeah, and it, it's a throwback to, like, the old, like, the 80s. Like, yeah. the art style. And that was kind of cool, but it was it doesn't lead anything to this whole run, pretty much. It's like, when Cyclops and Storm both hit the spot at the same time, was that me or you? That was kind of funny. Like, I enjoyed that. There were the... Yeah, where they're both like in the yeah. field and you can't tell which one's leading. Yeah. They're both kind of leading. Yeah. Uh, I like that trade off. Yeah. And so, yeah, she was, it turns out that um, Sandra was kidnapped by some Stygian, Stygian named Ur. And they, they just zap him, rescue Sandra, and everybody's happy. So it's a throwback. It's a, it's a filler issue. It's a throwback. It's kind of cool. It's, Let me know when you get to classic x-men because yeah, that team throwback. that team was all-timer too man yes that's what i mean it's a throwback issue it was, it was fun but it meant nothing not that one the one we're talking about now who they team. we're finally back to the vault Bang. that's where we get and it's like when was the last time you saw these this is a long time ago we didn't cover them in the first part of of rain so it was somewhere before x swords right or ten and, that, and that's just been a crazy sort of like thing that's ongoing and happening it's like oh there's just this like weird a vault that <laughs> has its own pocket universe in it, essentially. So yeah, Darwin, Sink, and Wolverine, aka Honey Badger, or Laura, went in there. You asked me if I like... They, it covers Goes this with, this whole... <laughs> Nobody. That's a stupid name. But the... Um, this I was whole... asking if you like inside or outside. Yeah, that's true. You asked me if I like inside or outside more. I liked outside more. Oh, in- inside was interesting, but I liked the aftermath of it all okay. because of how heartbreaking it is like i was like inside but like yes. without the inside you you don't appreciate how crazy exactly. it gets outside correct but i like the outside more but it, yeah exactly you kind of have to get but inside that. was such an amazing story yes and like isolated like that's why i kind of wish there was no reincarnation yeah like if there was just like that's it i was like oh man like that's those are collected that's a collector's work yeah 
I have a bunch of notes here. Like, what's Scott? So they, so they get Scott. in to observe day one and meet resistance. There's a really cool note from Cecilia Reyes about how the, the rebirth mutants are actually more powerful. This is kind of cool. And more powerful than the originals due to mixing an experienced mind with the new bodies. So the whole the whole thing in one of those um, uh, interstitial kind of pages, Cecilia Reyes is talking about how the rebirth mutants, because they're a new mind, sorry, an experienced mind mixing with a new body, it somehow ups their power levels. Mm-hmm. And it can, it all, in some instances, it gives them new abilities. Where, like, Sync, for example, he can absorb not only mutant powers now, but other powers too. And so while he's in the vault, even though those are the, these are the children of the, uh, the vault, they're not technically mutants. So like super, super advanced mutants, he can still absorb their powers. Right. And just want to say X-Men 19 was like a goddamn masterpiece. <laughs> like that issue, that that's not easy, but 19 was just amazing because so much happens in one issue. And you were talking about it, it covers the inside. Yes. While the outside, I find I liked it more because it was the aftermath. You cannot, like you said perfectly, you cannot have that without the inside first. And man, it's like I wish they had flushed this out longer. But it's amazing how much he covers in one issue. I don't think you can. I think you have to. It has to be kind of contained because that's the the craziness of the vault. Like it's so there's so much. Like there's so much information. There's so much things happening like universal being built and destroyed and everything so like it's so overwhelming was the word i was trying to use that mm. to follow like the characters that go in like you you've got to be whatever you could pick up amazing but like you're never gonna get everything unless you stay that amount of time and yeah, yeah and those, I, those are lifetimes right and i said I, read, I wrote some notes so i'll go through them now the bullet points now uh this this chronicles darwin sink and laura's time in the vault where they spend a few weeks real time but 200 years or more in actual time for them which is <laughs> nuts. nuts but anyways they adapt and learn how to survive in the hospital or sorry hostile environment pretending to be dead they learn about the children's cycles and power sets laura and everett so um sink fall in love laura and darwin are captured they learn they have three generations of children before invading earth but then realize they can create a fourth generation with Darwin's DNA. Sink spends a week outside of the underground temporal bubble, which passes on, which is cool because he digs underground and it takes him. Did you get that? Did he, like there's like this. No, I didn't follow that. Okay. So in the vault, there's a temporal bubble that's all the way around it. And right. he tried to rescue them once and he couldn't do it. So what he did was he actually dug down uh, however many feet, until he was outside of that temporal bubble. So his time passed normal. Oh, wow. That bubble kept going. Yeah. So he was outside for a week and inside the bubble, a hundred years passed. That's awesome. So he eventually gets back in and then he frees Laura, but Darwin is too far gone. Like he's like this, he's just mush and he escapes the vault too, but Oh, sorry. He, he being a uh, sink escapes the vault too but when they are all resurrected he's the only one who retains memories that's a very short summary of what happens there so basically he gets out of the vault and everything that happened is he remembers because his he was able to make it out of the vault so his copy is his his mind he contacts professor x the second he's outside and even though uh the children 
that's what they call them, right? The children of the vault come in, come out and kill him. His backup is fresh. Whereas Laura. That's why one of the questions was like, uh, is she going to remember like what just happened? Right. Like there's, there's, especially I think in this run too, there's been a lot of lead ups to a lot of information gets shared right before a character is going to die. And those that are with that character before they die, want to know if those last minutes are going to get recorded in, in kind of the way the system works. They're not. So I, I think like Sitch was a, a little worried if she was going to remember that like lifetime that he had spent with her. And like when they, when they come back to life, she's kind of like, what are you looking at? He's like, okay, well, that's so sad. Like that's so sad. Cause they, they had spent all this time together. Like, decades and decades and even a century together but like they is fell it in love and is then it her he remembers it is it her it's her it's just it's like it's the copy of clones bef- now right? it's like, a copy of before they went to the vault like these people are these, these resurrections are technically them but are technically not at the same time <laughs> so like you try to find the same sort of connection with someone that's not actually the version that you left with like that's brutal but how are you expecting more from that? Right? Well, it's like, it's the version. No, it's the version he left what with? Left the vault with? Because she didn't leave the vault, right? She died in the vault. That's the no. Problem. I'm just I'm I'm talking about the parameters of like dying mm-hmm. and then coming back to life, right? Like it's never. I don't think you're ever the same version that was on Earth or Krakoa when no, you there's, died. There's, there's always a discrepancy. As you're in, missing something, and yeah, now we're finding out yeah. that like. Professor X is now adding things like, oh, I'm putting things in your brain to make sure that like your equilibrium's and then you don't throw up. And like, we don't know what sort of safe safeguards he's putting in or what sort of like bends and folds and gears that weren't initially there. Like he had joked about not giving his son his full powers. Right. And this son happened to be like, I'm just going to do it myself. Like the wiggle room is so wide now uh-huh. that there's so many more questions, even on the heels of like, one of the best X-Men books and I read in a long time because right. I loved their whole adventure in there. I loved how they aged um, all, I guess, the antagonists and you show how, right, they, yes. how they evolve and like how the world is constantly them just... It was like a running man, a Blade Runner kind of scenario of just like, it's futuristic and we're like, we're always on the hunt. They're always looking for us. So we have to keep upping our ante. Like, I loved all that stuff. And inevitably, you spend that much time with somebody, you fall in love with them, right? But they come back to this life. And again, it's not a utopia. They found a utopia in a prison because they were with each other. Then they returned to what the utopia is supposed to be. And dude has way more questions than he has answers. And he's got to go to this big brain to be like, can I get my girl back? And it's like, not really. Like, oh, this book is crazy. Like crazy. Yeah, it's really, really, really cool. Um, and, then it, and then it switches, which is even crazier. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that that whole that's one issue. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> yep. That's <laughs> which in is the a vault. Bl- and I was like, Jesus Christ! And then they change gears, and they're like, Oh, by the way, there's this mission with Mystique going on. Too. Yeah, yep. It's like, fuck me. So well, we haven't been getting any like lip service from them in a while. Like, uh, it's great yeah. to see what she what she's doing. So she, her now this is her second attempt at eradicating the Orcus Forge, in exchange for obviously Destiny, her wife's resurrection. Since Doctor Gregor from the last attempt is back at it this time turning her late husband into nimrod this is like it's so funny it's like this it's never gonna stop it's almost those things where it's like you can't stop what's 
what's uh, what's going to happen. It's kind of like, yeah, okay, well, we stopped Nimrod from, we blew up the whole forge. But this one person. <laughs> but it's always Nimrod. Like he's always. And then, and then it's asshole. going. Yeah. And then he's going to bring. She's going to bring Nimrod back through the, the remains of her husband. So. Yeah. Dr. Do, Dr. Gregor. Right. So then Mystique goes to Forge. To get an epi- to get a weapon from him. And he's. And so I love this. I love this dynamic. This, this conversation. Because she's like. I need a weapon. He's like. What's it for? I can't tell you. Like, then I can't build you a weapon. <laughs> It's like, it's well, it's for something. Time. I need something to blow it up. He's like, yeah, but you need to tell me what it is. Otherwise, I could make something for you, and then you think it's good. Like, Ford's such a nerd. He's just like, yeah. I could make you something. Give me but the then, schematics, man. Yeah, <laughs> but then it won't be the wrong thing if I need And she's like, fine, it's for this. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. He makes her a black hole bomb. I don't basically. know why she doesn't know that, though. Like, Forge is the coolest. <laughs> just like, yeah. he's building, like, bodysuits and, like, yeah. different pieces of people. Like, it, he may be the one that's actually finding Utopia in uh, Krakoa. Because he's, no one's ever told him no. And they're telling just like, hey, Forge, I need this next thing. And he scratched his head and be like, a challenge. And like spends whatever issues just building what they need. Yeah. But like the guy is just like, he's, he's like a Lego master. Like just yeah. give him the specs. Let him do it. He's going to yeah. do it. Like so, why are you trying to see? He's like, if, you, if you're not going to tell me the full picture, I can't make you the weapon you need. I can try, but it's, you know, something's going to go wrong and somebody's going to get hurt. <laughs> like you're just being so funny about it. I was like, this is so interesting. Give, give like dad advice and she's like, yeah. just help me out as a friend you're like you're not helping me out as a friend like just tell me what it's for no judging just like fine here so and i appreciate like how this entire run is like no judge zone but like everyone is secretly judging yes (laughs) doesn't matter anyway because someone everyone gets distracted by what they were thinking about like okay i gotta go to my little caper with mr sinister yeah all right fine i can finish doing what i'm doing and so she, she he effectively makes her a black hole bomb which is Amazing. Wild. So she gets onto the Orgus Forge, and then this is a heartbreaking thing too, because it's like you wonder if okay, I'll tell you, we'll, we'll talk about what happens, and then I kind of what your thought, what our thoughts are. But she she uses it. That was in, her reveal was funny too, because she yeah. like she disguised herself as one of the engineers or whatever, and was that like a, a aim? Yeah, an aim. Yeah, an aim agent. And as soon as Nimrod comes online. <laughs> he still has Dr. Gregor's husband's like personality. Right. And he's like, Oh, hi. He's like, How you doing? They're talking. And he's just, he just turns to her and goes, That's a mutant. <laughs> and she's like, so she turns, she's like, Oh, shit. So she turns and uses the bomb. And they're able to, con- Nimrod's able to contain it somehow. I didn't, some power fluctuation. It's Nimrod. Like, yeah. I, I don't explain it, but he's always there. But his whole thing is like, I can do this and I can give you time to, to kind of escape. But I'm gonna die. I have a copy of myself that he made to chase. Like he made a copy of himself that's chasing down Mystique as this happens. And he's like, but my personality, like this for me, is gone. So then that other copy is not gonna remember you. It's just gonna be a robot. It's basically gonna be a sentinel with no um, actual conscience. <clears throat> so she's losing her husband all over again. Yeah. So now she's. So it's like it comes down to this thing where it's kind of like i wonder if there was more they could have reasoned with them while he still had a personality do you think or Or, or no do you think it's possible that because now they're just extra pissed off like she's extra pissed off and her husband or nimrod is now just fully nimrod no longer her husband with any kind of conscience self conscience self right he's full robocop he's yeah full exactly he's not murphy 
Exactly. Oh, perfect. Perfect analogy. So it's like, I wonder if they had just fucking left it alone. If they could have just wiggled out of it now. Because now it's like, all right, well. I like to believe that because it's funner, but probably yeah, not. Probably not, like, yeah. Nimrod's one of those like, I am inevitable. Yes. Yeah. And I remember reading him when we first started because they, oh, the, they did the, the flash flash forward like hundreds of thousands of millions of years. And one of the panels was like, Nimrod's here. I was like, of course he is. He's yeah. a dick. So um, it's funny that Mystique is at the hands of it. Uh, but how's she going to get out of this? But yeah, no, they all, they all got villains to fight and she's got a tough one. So. Yeah. And then, and then on top of that, when they resurrect her, <laughs> she's like, all right, I did it. Like to, to Charles and, yeah, and, right. and Eric. She's like, yeah, she's like, I did it. So what about Irene now? And then they had just got word that Nimrod isn't dead. So they literally look at her and like, what about her? Yep. And it ends like that. I was like, nah, you guys are fucking assholes. Like, but it's a deal, a deal. Exactly. No, but it's true though. It's a, you didn't do the job. It's just how you, how do you do business? Well, you, you did the job, but you didn't get the results that we asked for. So you're not getting your results. But there's ways of delivering bad news and there's ways of delivering bad news. Yeah. So the disrespect is large for quiet counsel crazy and that's in three so listen Fine. you're talking about ranking these these runs that we have here mm-hmm. thus far thus far this from the second part did we do this for the first part right i don't know but like probably we're, we're pretty the pretty that was two even. months ago if if there's ever hellions you can't shut up about hellions i love yeah. hellions yeah i do and anytime the x-men and i get g and the scott yeah, so it's sort of summer, love a storm. It's been great. So Marauders has been fun. We always have them high. I think I argue for X Factor a little harder than you do. I'm obviously a cable fan, but this second half again was a lot of B players and a lot of the story. I don't know if we need it, but I don't care at this point now because we're on to Hellfire Gala, and I can't wait for that. Do you? Do you? You you talk about ranking these though. I don't really care about that. But do you want to just do give that? me your give, give me your top three? Because oh. I don't want I don't know how to put X Corp. Uh, children of the Atom. That's right. Yeah, how to rank them at the from sword at, at the bottom. Terrible. Yeah, yeah X Men number one. Fair. X Men was fantastic. I was so I was like, this is amazing. Um, that's number one. Yep. And then I would put uh, New Mutants and Marauders. Fair. Uh, I'm gonna switch it up a little. Uh, X Men number one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Way of X. Never mind. Sorry. Ah, damn it. I forgot about Way of X. Way of X. Mine is, of m- mine is X-Men, New Mutants, Way I said of New X. Mutants. Sorry. 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 I was talking over you. Sorry. Go ahead. Say yeah. it again. Mine are X-Men, New Mutants, Way of X. So mine are, mine's X-Men, Marauders, Way of X. Fair enough. Uh, again, and my reason for no Marauders, it, the villains don't match the, the talent at hand. Yeah. But the characters are more interesting. And New Mutants just, I don't know. New Mutants, I got to appreciate different levels of characters that I didn't thought I was yeah. going to do. And yeah. this whole Shadow King again. Again, there's always someone fuck with their minds. Yeah. So there's like four four villains, maybe five anti-villains, six if you're counting Professor X, that are all just mind-based, that are all in the stew now, just, just simmering. So can't wait, bro. Yes. Can't wait. So we'll see you. Is there anything else you want to talk about? What haven't we talked about? That's it. we've covered it all, right? Because this can we I'm talk just... about Sabretooth? Can we talk about Sabretooth? Oh yeah, we there was that we can talk about that how we took that off. We took that Sabretooth off. They, they said to talk about Sabretooth three, and I was like, we read it. You you read it? Did you read everything? I read it all. You read it all. So I read the first three. Issues. Like we don't need to talk about this right now. We can push it back. I thought this was gonna be another one of those two and a half hour episodes because the first half they was. talk about the pit, but, and I appreciate yeah. they give you what the hell's going on in the pit, 
and it was nothing that I could have imagined. So. No, really cool stuff, but we'll talk yes. about that after the Hellfire Club, which would be next. Let's do it. Or nobody cares. <laughs>